Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. Coming up at 115, we'll go around the NFL on NFL Hits and talk about the best playoff picture games of the weekend and also why Eagles fans want Nick Sirianni fired. You got to love Philly. The team is unbelievable this season, but just because... They might not win the division. Fans are upset. I mean, they're they're coming off of a, a trip to the Super Bowl, but you got to love Philly Sports Radio. Fans were calling in yesterday asking for Sirianni to be fired. Uh, we'll also go through the top trending stories of the week at 2.30, and then our buddy Frank Maloney will join us for University Drive Talk, UVA, Virginia Tech, and go around the ACC. But joining us right now, as he does at 12.15 for a little crosstalk, is Michael Phillips. What's going on, MP? Hey, feeling good. I'm fired up about this. Absolutely. Let's hear that sounder, Stub. If I could just have your attention. It's Crosstalk with Adam Epstein and Michael Phillips on the fan. It's like that 190s movie that everybody loved. What's the name of that movie? It's not crosstalk, but it sounds like crosstalk. It's crosstalk on the fan. Oh, face-off with Travolta and Nick Cage. But this is crosstalk. All right, Michael, let's begin with the latest in Ashburn. What do you have to report for us? Uh, it's a late practice today, a soft practice today. They've, they've been doing their hard work on Thursday instead of Wednesday, uh, which is kind of a concession to the fact that everybody's still uh, – Tending to their wounds, they're still figuring out who they're going to have, all that good stuff. Uh, we are awaiting a quarterback decision. Yep. Uh, we may have one imminently, maybe even before this segment is over. Um, I think that's the big news, um, but I'd be pretty surprised if it's not Sam Howell. Yeah, we talked about this on the show yesterday where we should fire Ron Rivera. We have no choice here because he's going to try to win this game so that his coaching record is above 500, and that really frustrates me because just take one more ass whooping and we could be looking at the number two overall pick. Uh, I don't think there's a question when it comes to quarterback, uh, you know, the direction of this franchise. We need Sam Howell to play, but Ron might pick Jacoby Brissett. You don't know. I'd be great with the with the Jake Fromm as well. You're, uh, I'm, I'd be just fine uh, trying Jake Fromm out there. Yeah, Jacoby Brissett's the only name I don't want to hear called because, uh, yeah, I think you and I are on the same pitch here. I think Jacoby Brissett is capable of winning the game, and uh, that scares me. I don't want that. Yeah, I know. I know. It's just it, – it is annoying. Um, I will say I thought getting Brian Robinson back against San Francisco – uh, was huge. I thought he looked good, and it gives gives me confidence about the running back group moving forward. I don't think Antonio Gibson's here next year, but I feel pretty good about B-Rob and uh, Christian Rodriguez. Yeah, C-Rod uh, uh, was really, really good in his limited action. I think 4.8 yards per carry. Uh, I think that was his final stat line from the season. That's fantastic. That is something to build on going into next year to have a young running back Looks like we dropped Michael Phillips. See if you can get him back on hold, Stub. Michael, are you there? Hey, I think so. I hope so. Yeah, you just cut off there in the, uh, in the middle of your point. Sorry. Yeah, no, I, you, need, you need at least one more guy. Um, there's not going to be a market for Gibson, so you can get him for a veteran minimum. But if a new guy wants to bring somebody in, I, I'm totally great with that, too. Michael, let's go around the NFL real quick here, and I want to get your take on which of the potential wild card teams do you think could steal a road victory? 
Well, obviously your Cowboys-Eagles loser is going to steal a road victory against the NFC South. And unless you want to do one of those hot takes, right, where, like, the Eagles are falling apart and, and Baker Mayfield's going to beat them, like, I, it, and it could happen. It could happen. Uh, but Dallas certainly isn't losing a game in one of those places. It actually kind of reminds me, uh, remember when Dallas beat Brady in the playoffs in Tampa, similar situation, and then they were gassed the next week in San Francisco, I think. Um, you know, you, you just hate to have to play that extra game. Um, AFC, man, yeah, i got to circle the Bills. I don't even know if they're in or not yet. They might be out of the playoffs, uh, but if they're in, I don't want to play them. Yeah, I know. It's a great point because right now the Bills are in, but they would travel to Kansas City, uh, I believe, and I don't like that matchup at all. Uh, but if they faced off against Jacksonville, I would pick uh, Buffalo to get a road victory. Um, it's also interesting to see how things are going to play out in the NFC South. It, like you said, most likely these teams you know, get into the postseason and still lose a home playoff game. But I would love Taylor Heineke to yes. host the Dallas Cowboys, right? Yes. Oh, so good. So good. We need uh, Taylor Heineke is absolutely my number one seed of possible options here. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's get to some VCU basketballs. The Rams host St. Bonaventure tonight. What do you want to see out of the Rams? Man, I, I'd like to see them score a lot of points tonight. You know, I, that defense has been so good all year. I've, I've been raving about the defense. It's been better than I, in my expectations under Ryan Odom. I think this is a game tonight where no matter how stout you are defensively. Bonnies are going to score. That's, that's a good offense. I'm I'm interested to see who's going to be the um, leading scorer for VCU, Michael, because you know all of a sudden it's now Sean Barstow in his two games, and second, then it's Joe Bamisil in three games. Then you get Max Scholga, Zeb Jackson, who was once leading the team in points per game, yep. is now fourth in, in scoring. So we've got a bunch of scorers, but who's going to lead the Rams tonight? Uh, I got Bama Siller Bears, so I just think it's a new team with these guys. It's a brand new team, don't you think? Yeah, it it is. But uh, I, I almost think that uh, you know I wouldn't be surprised if Fats Billups had a really good game, or or Jason Ooh. Nelson, or maybe it's Toby Lawall. I mean, that's the thing that Ryan Odom has now. He has a problem. It's a good problem, but it's a problem. He's got to find time for ten different guys. Whereas a week ago, it was only he was playing eight. You know, this is this is a big night for Toby Lawall, who's had. I don't know, what do you say, four or five really strong outings in a row? Like, he, he's been on fire recently. He's certainly had a couple of great stat lines over the last two. This is big-time competition. These are some big boys he's going to be banging around with inside. Uh, they've got a kid from Cincinnati in their starting five. Uh, I mean, they've, they've got some real name guys. I would love to see Toby Lawal, you know, put up double digits, really show that he can be a force on the A-10. That'd make me feel even better. Yeah, we, we broke this down on the Black Gold Fan Podcast yesterday. New episode is available, Spotify, iTunes, or the Odyssey app. I am worried about the Rams being a little soft inside. Toby Lawal can jump through the gym, but he's not the best against a big fella with some weight, and that's what Chad Venning is for St. Bonaventure, and he helped St. Bonaventure get a road victory at VCU last year with his big body and size down low. I mean, it's a tough opponent for VCU now because this guy is like he's 300 pounds, and we just don't <laughs> have a guy that can handle that except for Roosevelt Wheeler, and he hasn't been playing that much. Yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't looked great when he has been playing either, at least in my opinion. I, not to say he won't be great, certainly potential still there. Uh, but you, you know, not a lot of A-10 teams have an answer for that, right? That, that's just something you got to deal with, and, and he's going to eat and he's going to get his. That's why I say if we can make up for that 
on the offensive end. If VCU can put in some points on the other end, I, I think that's going to be a real difference maker here is if they're going to get 65, can you get 70? Yeah, I, I, I kind of think it might even be a race to 75 or 80 as the Rams yeah. have scored 75 or more in five of their last six games. Michael, always appreciate you taking the time to join the show. Now, we do have one other thing to get to here. That is we, yeah, we teased do. the Producer Olympics. Now, I would like the Producer Olympics to take place the week after the Super Bowl. What do you think about that, Michael? I, I love that. It gives us good time to build up the events. Um, you know, we've settled on push-ups and a run for sure. Um, do we have any other events on the board right now? I, I think we're still discussing it. We did find out something, I think, while you were gone. Uh, Stubbs' father called into the show. He's a bit of a meathead. Stubbs' father oh. can lift. He's like a gym oh. rat. And so we're going to get Stubbs' dad to train him. Stubb, will you commit to 30 minutes of training every day? Until the Producer Olympics. Every day? Uh, 30 minutes? That's Come on now! <laughs> you, you spend more time on the toilet! <laughs> that's, Every day? That's, uh, uh, that's, that's great. 30 more minutes a day on average <laughs> than I've been doing. <laughs> so that might be a bit of a step up. I know, but I need you to represent AWOD Radio. Because JC on the mic, the producer of MP on the mic, has been talking a lot of smack. Anytime you're not in the room, he like flexes on me. <laughs> and he's feeling very good and confident about his weight. And uh, I think he thinks he's a better athlete. Look, than I got you. the sprint down. You do don't worry to... about that. I got that down. See, I haven't <laughs> seen you run, and I look at you, and I feel like you probably run palms up. You probably run on the balls of your feet, not your toes. No, no, no. I, I, I can run. Really? I can run. Have you ever run professionally? Or I ha- did. I did. I did track and cross country in really? high school. Yeah. Really? All right, Michael. I'm liking my guy against your guy here. <laughs> um. Should, should we have some kind of mental acuity competition as well, like a movie trivia or something, because they're both movie buffs? I, I, I think we should stay away from movies, but maybe, you know, science, right? History, <laughs> um, geography. Uh, uh, make it difficult for these guys, dude, you know? Dude, if you want to make it difficult, this won't be hard. We'll just do sports trivia. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. But that, then, you know, people listening will drive off the road. Like, how did this guy get hired? You know? <laughs> oh. oh, that's great. Yeah. I, I'm excited. I, I want a big, big old, like, Rocky style training montage with Stubb, like, walking up a set of stairs and then looking winded, but, like, feeling really committed. Yeah, I had to I had to yell at Stubb in the first segment. So you need to ask JC uh, on the mic this tomorrow. Does he know who Caitlin Clark is? Because Stubb was a no on Caitlin Clark. Oh, no. So, I, I mean, there's no chance, JC. We played the Caitlin Clark clip because that, <laughs> that was such a great moment last night. Uh, you know, I. I I would if we challenge him to name women's college basketball players he knows. I don't know if he's getting to two. What if we say is Caitlin Clark blonde or brunette? What do you think he goes with? Stop. What are you thinking? Uh oh, shoot! I watched the video like <laughs> half an hour ago. Uh, it, it was a uh, brunette. <laughs> it, the, the the beauty of this is like this is the year to play this game. Like I could rattle off like five off the top of my head of right. like legit stars. Um, yeah, there, there's a, if you asked him to name women, any women's basketball player past or present, I don't know that it'd get a lot better. (laughs) Rebecca Lobo. Stubb, Stubb, have you ever heard of the name Lisa Leslie? No. Angel Reese. I think so. Oh my God. Rebecca Lobo. Candace Parker. No. Oh my goodness. We got, we got to find some guys here that know some women's hoops. It's on the map Don right Staley. now. Don Staley. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So many good ones. Elizabeth Kitley, George Amor, Kayla King. <laughs> Let the list go on. 
Michael, this isn't great. Yeah, always good stuff when you join the show, man. Thanks a lot. <laughs> See you in studio tomorrow. I'm excited. Yep, sounds good. Rams play against St. Bonaventure tonight. You can hear that game right here on 910 The Fan with the pregame show beginning at 815 and a tip-off just after 9 p.m. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD on The Fan. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. Here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. For as long as I can remember, most of Richmond and Central Virginia has been known as the 804. Was your landline growing up 804? Yeah, and my yeah. phone number now is 804. Right, and so I'm from Northern Virginia. We were 703, and then there was a point in time when they ran out of 703, and so they had to add 571. Well... The same thing's about to happen here in Richmond and Central Virginia. No more, no mo, no mo. 804. They ran out. They, they ran, ran out, out of numbers. And so the State <laughs> Corporation Commission, the SCC, says that they anticipate 804 area codes will run out at some point in 2024, and they have a new area code for Central and Richmond, Virginia, to use. But our question for you guys right now, 833-804-0910, what do you think should be the new area code for Richmond? We got JC in the mic. Uh, JC on the mic here, also in the building. You born hey, hey. and raised in Richmond? Absolutely. All right. So you've always been known for the 804. Yeah, I'm a Bonaire guy, and I've yep. been 804 since I can remember. Big Bonaire guy. Yeah. I've heard a lot of good. Everybody hypes up Bonaire. Bonaire basketball is like the the hypest thing, apparently, according there's, to all my friends. There's nothing to hype up yeah. out there. <laughs> no. That's, I did, that's I, a sleepy did little animal. You did a little Bonaire basketball? I did a little Bonaire basketball. Okay. Maybe, all right. All right. So. What do you think? The new area code in Richmond, if it's not going to be 804, what do you think it should be? I'm trying to not think of inappropriate numbers right, here. Right, like 6969. <laughs> um, I think the course, first yeah. thing that I thought of was 884, <laughs> right? Because sometimes okay. an 8 can look like a 0. Yeah. You know, but 804 is so iconic, it, it's it is. not going to be the same changing it. Now, we do know what the new area code will be changed to. We'll reveal that in a little bit, but... What have you come mm. up with, Stubb? I, I would like one that's just a little different so we know who to look down upon. Okay. As not <laughs> as as a new Richmond really, or, or a young okay. a I will say in Fairfax Station, five seven one was like the cool kids when you okay. got that. Because when I first got my cell phone, yeah, I was five seven one. All right. Okay. And a lot of my friends were still seven oh three. Uh, you know, so I think five seven one's a decent number for Northern Virginia. I think it reps Nova very well. It's not the same as seven oh three. You know? I, but I, I think that there's something to be said about, yeah, I'm an original Richmonder. Yeah. You, you yeah. can't even have the 804. They're all out. Right. No. You were here too <laughs> Believe late. me, there are a thousand <laughs> kids like myself from Northern Virginia that are tired of paying unbelievable amount for rent, and they're moving to Richmond. They're probably paying the same amount, but they're happy now moving to Richmond, not being able, not having to drive through traffic, Northern Virginia, all that stuff. But you're right. All the kids now that come from Nova, and if their iPhone breaks and they have to get a mm -hmm. new phone... They won't be 804 they anymore. Right. And we'll know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're thinking if it's 804 and you're looking for a replacement one, what are you thinking of? I like 805. Like, I'm I just... want it to be so <laughs> close. I want it to be one off. <laughs> one digit I kind of like difference. that. 805. 804. 805. Yeah. yeah. What I about like 408? Just, you know, switch it. I don't know. I don't oh, think I'd think inverse, it. Like, I wouldn't, like, be like, ah, yes, it's. This is so related to 804. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, 408, it's just like, oh, this is somewhere else. Do you know popular area codes in America? Like, no. if I said 310, what would you say? That sounds familiar. Is that Maryland? No, that's Los Angeles, California. If I said 212, what would you say? 
That's feeling like a north. Can I can I guess north? Is it a northern state? Uh, what, are we accepting I'm a, north? I'm gonna you, throw one. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to narrow it down. To narrow it down. <laughs> the north is here. The, the north, north is remembers. here. The north remembers. It's uh, it is New York City. Okay, oh, sorry, you are oh, right. Nice. How about Miami? Can you name Miami? Does Mr. It start with There's a, a rapper that says, "I, I am a... Mr. Blanco Blank." Oh, I'm, he's Mr. Blanco Five. What is it? 305. 305. There you go. All right, boys. I hope I'm going to be upset if you guys can't get Washington, D.C. I think it's an easy one. 5867? No. What the hell is that? (laughs) (laughs) Nothing? It's not 580? No. They put it on on t shirts. Like DC reps their number just like Richmond reps 804. I I guess 867 because I think that's part of the the, the, the 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 1067, the fans (laughs) phone number. So wrong. All I have. Um, All right. (laughs) Blank. Oh, blank. And the number at the front and the back are the same. Are the same. Yes. Blank, it's not oh, blank. 303, and I know that that is Boulder, Colorado. Okay. Juicy. Because of the uh, the musical group. Okay. Is it 505? No, it is 202. 202. 202. You guys lose. I no idea. You I don't fail. know. This. Now, everybody oh. in the 202, put your hands in the air because Josh and Stubb are through. How about uh, Las Vegas? <laughs> Dude, I don't know any. Like, I, 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 I only know Richmond's. Really? <laughs> you can keep throwing them at me. Atlanta's I don't know. Atlanta's the 404. All right. So, Richmond's new like area code is going to be, Josh, Stubb, 686. 686. All right. This is where I was going with it. I want something that's like. Same on both ends, and then you know something easy in the middle. Yeah. Six eight six is good for me. So if like you get that. a new cell phone, or if you're crazy enough to get another landline <laughs> in 2024, <laughs> the city of Richmond, Petersburg, Ashland, Charles City, Chesterfield County, Henrico, and New Kent most likely to get a six eight six number. No wow. mo, will there be eight oh four? No mo. That's sad. Yeah, Love it is. It. When I, when you know, whenever I have children, if I'm still here, they don't get to be 804. You with know me. what sucks for me is that uh, my phone like got wet and it said my SIM card wasn't working, and I might have to get a new phone. If I'm gonna do it, I got to do it quick because I want an 804. I don't want that new, 686. If you get a new phone, right. you keep your phone number. Can I keep it even yeah. if my yeah, SIM card's broken? SIM card might. Because mm, no, I thought cloud. if your SIM you got the card cloud. got wet, right? I, I think I'll tell you this: not a lot of my stuff is in the cloud. I, <laughs> but I usually <laughs> keep it on the surface. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, like you wouldn't get your photos back, but I think your like information would all be the same. Would, if you, I mean, you have an Apple, and you're gonna get another Apple, yeah. so they'll have your. Okay. I think you will keep Apple. Then yeah, your provider has all of your. JC, you can answer the other question we've been throwing out. What's there that? today will we receive the first snow of the year this weekend this weekend i yeah. think it's possible it's supposed to come saturday afternoon stub is a big no on the snow well the it's like 80 percent chance of precipitation like saturday I, afternoon yeah yeah yeah. my mom yeah. has convinced me that it, she thinks it's going to be an epic snowstorm she's already preparing to take off of work on monday yeah i know right <laughs> that's some planning they didn't say it was going to be huge yeah, it's saturday like, we got time here <laughs> No, but I'm seeing another article. First winter storm really? of 2024 should arrive this weekend, according to our friends at ABC 8 in Richmond, WRIC. Trusted meteorologist at ABC. Yeah, you know. Is that going to be the uh, verified day, <laughs> weather day of the week? Weather day of the week? Oh, yeah. I hope so. We'll see. Uh, as we get to our certified NFL game <laughs> of the week. I've been wrong on the last few weeks, Stubb, and you haven't called me out on it. Well, we were gone for a while, so yeah. it's hard to. Yeah, um, I know. That's what I want more of in 2024. You want me to call you out more? I want stuff to, to call me out more. I can, I can be meaner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was the sports <laughs> Grinch in December. Now in January, I want you to be you, Stub Scrooge. 
Stubbs Grizz? Yeah, Stubbs Grizz. Yeah, here, yeah, I'll right. work on it. I'll work on being mean. Bah humbug. Yeah, we wanted to ask you earlier. Uh, <laughs> Caitlin that? Clark, superstar Caitlin Clark. basketball player, hit a game-winning shot last night. Oh, yeah. Blonde or brunette? Like, if I were to guess, because I don't know. You do not know. I don't know. Um, of I, course I dude, don't. How does nobody know women's sports in 2024? They're the hottest thing on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get more involved in it. I'm going to guess brunette. There you go. He's right. That's what I said. Yeah, I know. You didn't even tell me if I was right or not. Well, because I was going to wait and text JC. <laughs> wanted to leave you hanging. Yeah, I wanted to test him. Make All you right. sweat. So if you want to chime in for now, it's 833-804-0910. It might be... 833-686 eventually, which mm. just doesn't sound right, no. right? I mean, why is it that, that 804 works so well for it Richmond? Just, I, I think it's because it's, I, well, at least for me, like it's all I've known. Yeah. You you didn't grow up in Richmond, so no, I'm, I didn't. I'm curious what So I had a 703-690 number. 703-690. What was your middle numbers? Uh, well, I've always had the same one, and I don't want to give out my phone number. Okay, okay. <laughs> you, so you've, your phone number? I got my family's landline. Like, the day I got a cell phone was when we were like, we don't need a landline anymore. We all have cell phones. Yeah, so, so you got the, the so phone you got rid of it. So, yeah, the landline's gone. I've had the same phone number that my family's had since birth. Wait, whoa. So you wow. took the landline and converted it to a cell number? Yeah. That's I didn't crazy. think that was even a thing. Yeah. I didn't Can know you, you could receive do that. text messages? Yes. Oh, yeah. I've, 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 you've texted me. I've texted a landline. <laughs> oh, man. If you had a better idea for Richmond's new area code, you could chime in 833-804-0910 or tweet us at 910thefan at AWOD Radio. It's Stubb and AWOD here on The Fan. Don't go anywhere. Don't change that dial. It's the Richmond Commander coming up next. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. Stub, text Michael Phillips. See if he wants to come back on later and talk about this breaking news. Ron Rivera announcing Sam Howell will start week 18. Because, you know, the more I read these quotes from Ron Rivera, the more I just get so upset that he duped all of us when he came in here and he said, oh, I have a four-year plan and every other team in the NFL has been able to do more and better in one, two, or three years. And here we are in year four with just four wins. And his excuse is, oh, I need a fifth year. You know, and he's saying, quote, there's nothing you can do about what's going to happen beyond Sunday. So the focus should be on Sunday. What Focusing on doing what on Sunday? Nobody wants you to win, Ron. We are desperate for your team to lose. And he's making excuses, saying you're very fortunate in the NFL if you get a head coaching job where there's already a quarterback there, where there's already a, that guy. You know, you better relish that and you better succeed. Well, Ron, you could have had a quarterback here. You could have had Tua or Justin Herbert. You chose to take Chase Young. You could have had Matthew Stafford. You chose to go after Carson Wentz. You know, there's so many other guys that you could have chosen instead of Carson Wentz, then Taylor Heineke, and Kyle Allen, and then Jacoby Brissett and Sam Howell. And so you screwed yourself, Ron Rivera. And you know what, Ron? This is the year of the backup, and all these other teams with backups have better records than you. So it's not just the quarterback that's holding you back. It's your damn defense, which sucks. I hate it so much. Phone lines are open if you want to chime in. 833-804-0910. 833-804-0910. We've got our buddy D. Woods on line one calling in from D.C. What's going on, D.? What's up, Adam? How are you? Happy New Year. Happy New Year, buddy. How would you react to the breaking news that Sam Howell will be QB1 on Sunday? 
yeah, you know what? I think I think that Ron is starting to he's giving up. He's he's out here and he's telling he's got all these beautiful quotes where he wants to talk about you know uh, focusing on the game and he can't focus on what's going to happen next Monday. He knows his job is he knows he's out the door. Uh, and I, I and you know I think this is a this is a, a big you know what to the fan base uh, starting Sam Howell on Sunday. I would much rather see Jake from uh, start than see put Sam Howell back out there. We know what he is. We know what he's going to do. He's going to throw for 180 yards, uh, a touchdown, and two interceptions. Um, so I don't I don't get why we need to keep seeing this movie, uh, even though we know how it's going to play out. See, I do think the best thing for the organization is to start Sam Howell and get another game on tape for the new head coach to decide what to do with him because – Washington's going to be in a position to possibly trade up or draft Caleb Williams. Then they're going to have to decide, is it Sam Howell or Jacoby Brissett as the backup, and do we want to keep three quarterbacks? And, and I don't want Ron Rivera making that decision. So I want another game on tape of Sam Howell. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, what, what's this? Uh, I think going to be his 18th start coming up, consecutive start. I think we have enough tape on him. I, I think I think you you, you do you got some fool's gold there where you think that it's, it's going to get better. I don't think Sam Howell is it. We, we, I know I flip-flopped this year, but he's shown uh, this year he is going to be a backup quarterback for his entire career. I mean, maybe he'll be successful uh, like Jacoby has been in managing to stay on a roster. But, I mean, yeah, I, I, I can take or leave that guy. I don't, I don't think we need to see any more of him. No, you're right. But, you know, if we learned anything from this season, it's that – with good coaching, a good offensive line, and a good defense, you can win with a backup quarterback. You can win with a guy that's a game manager like a Sam Howell. I mean, I look at Minnesota, uh, the success they've had this season. I look at Cincinnati staying in the hunt without Joe Burrow. Um, and then I even look at the Browns with, with Joe Flacco. Um, so it, it's tough because Sam was put in a position to not succeed with the terrible offensive line and the defense regressing as much as they have. Uh, but let me ask you this that's been floated out there. Would you like Justin Fields or would you rather have Caleb Williams? So I would like Justin Fields on my fantasy league. Don't want him as my starting quarterback. Yeah. Um, so you could give me all the rushing yards and touchdowns uh, with his legs. If, if he's my QB one on my fantasy team, though, I, I mean, I know the kid, you know, was highly touted out of Georgia when he was in high school in Georgia, I should say, and, and Ohio state, he doesn't. He's he's not it. I think uh, I think I would rather take Caleb Williams uh, than than have Justin Fields. Yeah, and you make a great point about Justin Fields in fantasy. I mean, his ability to run is exciting, and I understand why Chicago fans are feeling like, hey, maybe we give him one more year because he certainly has improved slightly in, in certain categories. Uh, but D, you you know, you'll appreciate this, and you'll call me out on this. I'm willing to put my career on the line as a quarterback evaluator. That within five sure. years, within five years, Caleb Williams is a pro bowler. I truly believe so? he is going to be a star in this league. For since day one, he's going to step in the league and light it up. And everyone wants to point to the you know the down year he had at, uh, at USC. This man was a Heisman Trophy winner. He was one of the most talented quarterbacks in high school before he chose Oklahoma, and then he had success there. Followed the coach to USC. Now everyone wants to hate him. Because he paints his fingernails and he cried on the sidelines. So what? He cares. He's going to ball out in the league. I guarantee that. I think he's going to ball out, but I also think it's a. And I know he's he's still a kid. I think it's a bad look to to for anyone that 
them to allow your emotions to get the better of you uh, on, on such big stages that way. I know you. we all love to see it, right? We want to say, oh, he's fiery, he cares. Uh, uh, he, you know, he has a dog in him. But it, 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 I think that that will be a, a knock against him uh, when the GMs are, are talking to him. I think that's going to be brought up a lot uh, during these interviews about what was going through his brain to make him, you know, to, to just cry on the field that way. Yeah. Um, I, it's going to take some growing up. I think the kid's going to ball out too. Um, but I don't know, A-Wad, I don't know. I mean, do we take – what's going to happen, right? You got Chicago going number one. Do they keep Justin Fields and select Caleb Williams, or, or do we magically get him to fall to number two to us? Yeah, I know, right? I saw an article today that you know Chicago's in love with Marvin Harrison Jr., but they're not going to take him number one overall. And I do think it would be stupid of Washington, even though I'm all in on Caleb, but I think it'd be stupid to trade up from two to one, right? I just think right. the Bears are going to fleece us if that happens. Yeah, yeah, no, I say we stay where we are. Um, there's no need to to give up uh, a bunch of picks to move one spot. Uh, you at that point you just get who falls to you. Yeah. D. Final thoughts, man. Final thoughts. Just speaking to the 2023 slash 2024 Ace Boogie Fantasy League champion. <laughs> if the Commanders need a GM, pass my number along. Stub, put me in contact with somebody. I'm ready to go to work. <laughs> That's D. Woods. Good call. Let's keep it going here. We've got Eddie in Richmond. Eddie, are you happy that Sam Howell will be starting Week 18 for the Commanders? Uh, hey, Wad. Uh, you know, I mean, honestly, it'd be kind of funny to see him get that 20th interception. I think if he starts, <laughs> it's almost guaranteed. Um, just lead the league. It's just another stat for the commanders to be disappointed about. But uh, I was calling, I think we should go Jake Fromm. I think we should give him a chance. I understand people want to give Jake Fromm a chance because that most likely will lead you to you losing the game. And that's what matters most. Because here's what you don't want to be. You don't want to be the Pittsburgh Steelers with their season on the line and you got to start a buffoon named Mason Rudolph. You don't want that situation, right? So you have to lose to the Cowboys and then go get Caleb Williams or Drake May. I'm with you on that. I think you're right. Maybe uh, just start who we know is going to lose. But, but you know, another reason to start Jake from, uh, he's, he's got a hot mom. His mom, I remember Georgia days. Hold on a second here. Are are you serious about this? Yeah, I remember the Georgia days. They would go close ups. Her name's Lee Fromm, I think. But uh, she's definitely Lee Fromm. I just googled her. She's. Oh yeah, I'm trying to see her in the stadium. Let's let's get Commanders fans hyped for once this This year. I didn't know this was a bit. There's a lot of bikini pics of Jake Fromm's mom. (laughs) <laughs> that's what I'm saying, Eli. That's what I'm saying. Bring up the D.C., baby. All right, good call. Let's go to Trey in Richmond. Trey, you're on the fan. Hey, how's it going, Eli? Good, man. What are your thoughts on Sam Howell? I think that they should sit him for uh, not just for, like, playing reasons, but if they, you know, if there's any value, like jazz stock or whatever, be it, like, but eliminate the risk of him getting injured this uh, Sunday. Yeah, no, that's a good point because I think Washington could be in a position to trade Sam Howe on draft night, but if he comes out and, and has another stinker uh, or gets hurt, maybe they lose uh, their draft stock in him. So uh, that's a good point there. Uh, who would you like the commanders to have as quarterback moving forward? Is there anyone that comes to mind for you? Uh, whoever can get us uh, – 
17 wins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel you on that. I believe in Caleb Williams. Trey, remember the day I told you Caleb Williams is going to be a star, all right? Oh, yes. <laughs> all right, man. Thanks, thanks for chiming in. I'm looking for it. Yep. All right. You're welcome. Take care. Happy New Year. Yeah. Happy New Year, Trey. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new Sports Radio 910, The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. Don't go anywhere. Don't change that dial. I'll be right back. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on a VCU game day. The Rams host. St. Bonaventure at the Seagull Center for a 9 p.m. tip-off pregame show starting at 8.15 right here on 9.10 The Fan. And joining us right now on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline is the color analyst for VC Basketball, Rodney Ashby. What's going on, Rodney? What's up, Awad? How are you, man? So I'm good do- to talk to you. Exciting day, the opening day of uh, A10 basketball. Absolutely. I'm going to do a little flashback for you here. Uh, last night on the new episode of the Black and Gold Fan Pod for this week in VCU history, uh, Connor brought up a game. I believe it was VCU against Drexel. And uh, you were on the call with Greg Burton, and the head coach for the opposing team completely lost his mind. Is that game coming to mind to you oh. at all? Yeah, absolutely. You know, Bruiser Flint was one of the best in the business and uh, always kept things spicy on the sidelines. And uh, that was definitely a night that, you know, he he was more passionate than other nights. That's awesome, man. So it was fun hearing you on the call for that for television. But here you'll be back on the radio airwaves tonight alongside Robbie Robinson. What are your keys to victory for the Rams, Rodney? You know, they've got some guards that can really go. They have two guards that average double figures, and they've got to be a, we've got to be able to not let them get downhill. We're going to have to stop dribble penetration from the guards from the initial position. So if it can't be off rotations, we're going to have to have some rotations from time to time to stop them. But we've got to do primary defense to stop these guards. Don't let them get downhill because that causes rotations for their bigs that can, that can finish around the basket. Yeah, another thing that I pointed to was – Stopping Chad Venning, and he was uh, the big man for the Bonnies. He was very clutch against the Rams last year. And so one of my keys is for Furman and Lawal to combine outscore Chad Venning. Yeah, I think we're doing a good job defensively in the post right now. You know, with that, you know, basically post play by committee with Lawal and, and Furman. And we've done a good job of um, you know, not giving a big window for the guards to get it in there. Where we've struggled is stopping dribble penetration. Mm-hmm. You stop, and if you stop dribble penetration, we can't dump off the venting where he was finishing around the basket. That's really going to be the key to tonight's defense of guarding the big. It's been so much fun to watch the Rams since they've gotten their full complement of student-athletes, getting Joe Bamisil back, and then Sean Barstow. And Rodney, I've been, I've been calling him the Magic Johnson of this VCU Rams team because he is like a point forward, and I love the way he dribbles the ball up the court, pushes the pace, and he keeps the ball hot. You know, I love that adding him to the team has definitely made him and everybody else and our team better. Yeah. You know, he's a guy. We've got basically whoever rebounds the ball can bring it up. It doesn't matter if it's Kwani Kwani. <laughs> the only position we don't let bring the ball up is our five. Everybody else can bring it up, and he's a great rebounder. Sean averaging 16.7 points a game since his return from that broken Jones fracture and surgery. It's glad that it's awesome to have him back in the lineup, and he is making VCU and everybody else on his team better. With the new additions to the lineup, you've seen Zeb Jackson uh, play less minutes. 
How do you think Zeb has played, and, and what are some things that he can do to make sure when he's playing less minutes, he's playing more efficient offensively? Look, right now, everybody's still trying to figure out their role a little bit, but Zeb leads the team in assists at almost five assists a game. So he's a kid that has to change his role a little bit. We needed him to score a little bit more to create spacing for our offense early on in the season before we got Joe Bamisell and Sean Barristow back. But now that we have those guys back, we've got to make sure that he plays a little bit different role. He's going to be a solid defensive player. He can play a big active role in stopping that dribble penetration that we were talking about earlier. But he's also a guy that can get it done and get people in in scoring positions where they can be successful, and that's going to be his role right now. There's going to be times where he can get to the basket and finish. You can see how good of a finisher he is once he gets to the basket. But overall right now, we need him to be a playmaker and a defender. Late game at the Seagull Center tonight, 9 p.m. tip-off. Take a nap if you need to after work so that you can stay up late, watch the Man, game, or head to the Seagull Center. I don't know anybody's going to be able to take a nap today, Awad. <laughs> I mean, this is opening day of A-10 play, and – you know, Mark Schmidt's got a team, you know, he's, he struggled a little bit last year with his, you know, getting to know the NIL and the, the transfer portal, but he learned it quick per usual, and he's a great X and O's guy, and it's going to be a great game tonight. Who do you think is going to be the X factor off the bench for the Rams? And I'm, I'm not going to let you choose Joe Bamisil because I think that's easy. Uh, it is easy, but, I mean, ultimately I think it's got to be, you know, it's got to be our guard play because that's the key to the game, stopping dribble penetration. We're going to need some steady play out of the wall and out of um, Furman tonight. But really, in Kwani, you know, um, depending on who starts, whether it's going to be Kwani or Michael Bell. But Michael Bell didn't get that many minutes, had a little bit of a rough game the other night. But he is due. This is a kid that does everything right, works out like he's a pro. He's going to have some big nights in the black and gold. So if if you're not going to let me pick Bama Cell, I'm going to go Michael Bell. I like that pick. Rodney Ashby with us here on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline. Follow Rodney on social media. Rashby, R-A-S-H-B-Y. Rodney, it's going to be a fun one tonight. Uh, Let me ask you this, though. In, In your time playing on the Rams, playing at VCU, just how important is it to start conference play off of the win? You know, you've got to protect the home court. And we're starting out with two home games before we go up to George Mason. You've got to protect your home court in order to finish in the top four in the ATN. And so that's why it's so important. Every single home game is important. We've got a little bit of a win streak going right now. Let's continue it with our first win in the league and get this thing started off right. Rodney, you know what I've really enjoyed this season is the Rams have been excellent at the free throw line. Don't jinx us, man. Yeah, no, we're shooting. You know, the crazy thing about that is um, as good as we're shooting, there's nine teams as good as us in the league Yeah, shooting from the free throw line. It's just absolutely nuts. It's all been improved. And, you know, we had said that the COVID year was a kind of an anomaly year that we shot a lot better from the free throw line than other years. And, um, you know, Robbie and I debate back and forth. He thinks it's because there's nobody in the gym and a little less pressure. Um, I think it's because they had a little bit more time to work out. They couldn't go out and, um, you know, be out socially as much as they could because of COVID. But ultimately this year, I mean, we've kind of retooled our team, right? You know, it's a different type of skill set that we have out there this year. A little bit more skilled players. You know, we have some athleticism, but not quite the athleticism that we've had in years past. But, you know, we've got enough to be successful, but we have some skilled players out there. And I'm, I'm going to attribute it to that. 
A-10 play is finally here, and it begins tonight for the Rams against St. Bonaventure. We mentioned new episode of the Black and Gold Fan Podcast is available on iTunes and Spotify. And we went around the room, Rodney, and I'll ask you the same question here. I need you to go on record. How many bids will the A-10 receive this season? You know, I think we're going to um, two and a half is where, where I put the <laughs> over-under. I think, I think we got a chance to get three. Okay. Um, Def, I think we definitely get two in. You know, what we got to prevent is have the bottom half of the league not beat up the league, um, the top half of the league. And how we do our scheduling with the top half of the league playing each other more, um, that helps our net scores. So we've got to take care of business when we're playing a team in the bottom half of the league, which is probably the toughest challenge that we've ever had in the A-10. There are no gimmies this year. There are absolutely – you cannot go down your schedule right here and say, okay, that's going to be a guaranteed win. So we've got to take care of when we're playing the bottom half of the league. We've got to take care of when we're at home. And we've got to steal a few road games. Good stuff, man. I'll see you tonight. Go Rams. All right. See you soon. Thanks, bud. Yep. You're listening to AWOD Radio on the fan. Don't go anywhere. We drive down Richmond Highway with the czar, Gary Hess, on the fan.